Hey friend! A memory popped up on my Facebook on Sunday, and it really got me thinking. Why is it we don't see our own goodness? In this episode, I'm sharing a bit more personal stuff, both about myself and my mama, in hopes that this resonates with you and helps you see some of your own goodness that may be hiding from you, but everyone around you sees. As always, be gentle with yourself. If at any point you feel triggered or your nervous system feels activated, approach it with curiosity rather than judgment. We're all human. We all have emotions. And those emotions aren't good or bad. They just are. They're messages from your body. So rather than beating yourself up or running away from the feelings, try asking yourself, where is this coming from? What could my body be trying to tell me? And then try to honor what your body wants or needs. If that means you turn off this episode and come back to it later, great, do that. If that means you sit and cry for a while, okay, do that. Whatever you're thinking and feeling is valid, and whatever you need to do to experience that is valid. You got this, friend. So, Sunday morning. As part of my morning ritual, I was scrolling through my Facebook memories. I love this part of my morning. I've had Facebook for more than a decade, and I'm so fascinated with the growth I can see from posts from way back in the day. It's so interesting to hear a younger version of myself and see where my thoughts were then and how different my perspective is today, especially when it comes to diet, exercise, and my body. While scrolling down memory lane, a picture of my mama in her late teens or early 20s pops up. I love this photo of her. It would have been the late 60s or early 70s, but this photo is timeless. It's sepia, which helps create the vibe. There's a slight breeze and my mama's hair is gently blowing. She's looking directly at the camera, almost like she's making eye contact with whomever is looking at the photo. Her lips are slightly parted and the right side of her lip is turned up just a bit, like she's smirking and about to say something profound, but that she thinks will be completely and utterly silly. I don't know the story behind the photo. If I had to guess, it was taken during the days she played around with photography, and it may have been a self-portrait, or maybe there was someone on the other side of the camera. My father, perhaps, back when they were young and in love and I wasn't even a daydream. I don't know. What I do know is that this is one of my favorite pictures of her. When I look at this picture, I see my mom, the way I remember her, the way I see her in my head. For those that don't know, my mom passed away January of 2011, just over two months after my father passed away, which were completely unrelated, by the way. While I don't know this version of my mama in the picture, I like to remember her this way, before her depression took over her life, before the alcohol consumed her. But no matter how I choose to remember her, I know she never saw herself the way I saw her. I know this because I heard her talk to herself. I heard her talk about herself. She never felt beautiful. She never felt good enough. And that was clear to anyone that looked close enough, especially as the years went on. Looking at this photo, anyone can see how beautiful she is. Her smile and bright blue eyes could light up a room. The thousands of children she impacted while teaching will tell you how amazing and caring she was, how she made them fall in love with reading, Her fellow teachers can tell you how she was always there to listen and always had a warm smile just when you needed it. Her family will tell you how smart and funny she was, how she had a way with animals. 
But all she could see was her belief that she was a failure, that she would never be enough for this world. Like it is for so many women, myself included, my mama had this idea that she was only good enough if she looked a certain way, had a certain body type, and acted a certain way. That she was only good enough for this world if she was perfect. This belief comes from so many different places, it can be difficult to pinpoint when it began. I don't know when it began for my mom. I would imagine it was early in her life. She was the baby for five years, and then was dethroned by her younger sister. Around this time, they also moved several states away. That belief then grew like a weed. Each time she received a message she wasn't good enough, it fed the weed. And before she knew it, that belief was all she knew and all she could see. For me, this not good enough belief likely began listening to her talk about her body and herself. That message was strengthened each time I heard her talk with disgust about her stomach and how it was too big. And each time she made that face after stepping on the scale. I don't have a working memory of these things. It's more of a felt sense in my body as I talk about this. That belief that I wasn't good enough unless I looked a certain way was also strengthened any time I walked down the grocery store checkout lanes and saw all of the magazines telling me how to lose weight and who wore it better. It was reinforced by all of the television that was happening during the 90s and the 2000s. And it probably happened for you, too. My mom's body wasn't the only thing she focused on and found faults with, though. I remember hearing her talk about how people didn't like her, how she never fit in, how she never felt smart enough. But it all came back to her body. All those parts of her would change, or they wouldn't be as important to being good enough as long as her body looked the way she wanted it to. As I got older, I have more memories of my mom's weight loss attempts. She tried diet after diet, trying to become good enough for the world and herself. At one point, she was surviving on a small bag of chips and several cans of soda per day. I remember going to the diet center with her once a week when I was really young. I remember the supplements she took from there, some of which I remember kind of liking the taste of. I remember the gross cardboard-tasting wafers she ate as a snack, too. But mostly, I remember her reactions when the scale didn't respond in the way she wanted. The rest of the day, she'd be grumpy, snapping at me for no reason. Looking back as an adult, I can almost hear the negative commentary running through her head. She'd wake up the next morning with more motivation to stick to it, which just meant more restriction and more exercise. And eventually she'd give up because it's just too hard. And each time she'd fall off the diet wagon, she'd beat herself up, feeling more miserable than she had before. Do you feel like my mama did, friend? Ever feeling good enough? Thinking dieting to change your body will finally give you what you're looking for? I did. I was there too. I learned some of it from her. And maybe you've learned some of this from your mama. That's okay. They did the best they could. They really did. Just like we're all doing the best we can. I wholeheartedly believe we are all doing the best we can with what we know and what we have at the time. Most of our parents grew up at a pivotal time for diets, when bodies like Twiggy were the ideal. And most of us, as their children, grew up watching our parents and everyone around us diet. Maybe you experienced some cognitive dissonance while growing up in this time, 
and listening to your mother and other key women in your life talk about their bodies. My friend and I share a similar experience. We both look a lot like our mothers and often hear remarks on how similar we look. My friend shared the following with me after I posted about my mom and never feeling good enough. She said, it's complicated. Many people tell me that I look just like my mom, and my mother tells me that I am her beautiful girl. And then my mother, who tells me I'm her beautiful girl, and everyone says I look just like her, says that she never felt pretty. It's complicated. It's very complicated indeed. I heard very similar things growing up. My mom was a second grade teacher. And when I went to school, everybody would ask, which one is Margie's daughter? And the typical reply was, well, the one that looks just like Margie, but with blonde hair. And I smile thinking about that because we do. We look a lot alike. Even now, as an adult, if I post a picture of her, there are times when people tell me, well, I thought that was you. How can I look just like my mother, who I see as beautiful, have people tell me she's beautiful, and then hear her talk about how ugly she is? I couldn't make sense of it. I was confused for so long. Do you have a similar experience? As a 39-year-old woman who has done a shit ton of work in therapy, coaching, and unlearning diet culture, I can finally make sense of it. I can finally see how my beautiful and kind mother couldn't see what everyone else could. I can finally see how my mother saw in me what she wanted to see in herself, but couldn't because of her core belief that she was flawed in some way. I can see how she tried to stop the cycle. She tried to fix herself so that I would never feel the way she felt. Unfortunately, what she tried only ended up repeating the cycle. And I went through a lot of my life thinking my worth was tied to my beauty and being a good girl. I don't blame her for this. Remember, she and your mom were doing the best they could with what they knew and had at the time. I now know there's a different way. We don't have to perpetuate the cycle that has been passed on to us. I wish I knew what I know now before my mama died. I wish I was able to show her a different way. That she could love her body, or at least stop hating it, without dieting, that her repeated diet attempts were making the problem worse, and that she wasn't as flawed as she thought she was. As I say this, I also realize it's not my job as her child to do that. And I do believe that if I had a different perspective then, I could have shared it with her, and things could have been different for her. While I can't share it with my mama, I can share it with you. I can share what I've learned over the last 10 years so that you can change that stinking thinking and feel comfortable and confident in your skin. I'd love to chat with you about how this is possible for you. Maybe you don't believe it's true for you. That's okay. It took me a while to believe it myself. But lucky for you, I can be your fairy godmother. I can see the magic inside you, even if right now you can't. I can hold on to the belief that it's possible for you until you can believe it for yourself. I've put a link to my calendar in the show notes. If you want to hop on a call to chat about how you can see the good in you, how you can end your struggle with emotional eating, or how you can finally get off and stay off the diet roller coaster, you can schedule a time that's convenient for you. What do you say, friend? Are you ready to try something new? Something completely different than anything you've tried before? I'm here when you're ready.
Until next week, friend, I wish you all the best.